Yo, 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 what's up? Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? What's happening? Yo, 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 what's up? I can't wait. What's up, dudes? Welcome to episode number 297. Wait, what number? 297. Son! Dudes, we've been doing lots of damn near episodes. Harry Hog Football. I'm going to do the whole podcast. Don't like me. Yes, HarryHogFootball.com. Dudes, we're closing in on episode 300, which I think is unfathomable. Unfathomable. Well, we are the original Redskins fan you know what? podcast. So. You know what I remember is like, I remember when we were like at episode 20 and we were like, dudes, we've been doing this a while. We're eight weeks from episode daryl green we gotta see if we can get him on the show. <laughs> episode daryl green <laughs> we've been doing this for 27 weeks 20 we've been doing this for 20 weeks we, in eight weeks we'll be at episode daryl green we gotta get him on and then his agent was like oh sure and then we can discuss the fee blah 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 blah, blah. Yeah, it was like, like we'll you fees uh, for his public engagements and we're all uh, like the dude on monopoly on like the community chess card with his pockets pulled out we're like, uh, here's your fee. We're like, dude, we're sitting, we're sitting in front of like a busted 1999 Dell laptop. <laughs> uh, we don't have a fee for Daryl Green. We thought he would do it just <laughs> since we cheered for him since we were like three years old. I mean, come on. Does Dell still make computers? Anyway, I, I don't know, but do. I don't think Gateway does. I'm not sure. I think they make something else now. Gates. They make Good Gates. Way. They make gates. They make, gate. they make gateways. Anyway, balls, welcome to episode number 297. Harry Hall. Brought Hull to football. us. Brought to you by. Wow. by David Lee, David Lee. David Lee, David Lee. Legal services for me. Nobody doesn't like David Lee. Me. David Lee is a criminal lawyer. So if what? you've committed crime, he is a defensive. He is a defense lawyer. He's a defense lawyer. So, so if you were <laughs> accused, if you were accused of committing a crime, if you have allegedly committed a crime, then you should maybe give David Lee of David Lee Legal Services a ring-a-ding-ding, and you'll hear his number during the jingle. Yeah, I don't even or know you David can Lee's go number. to our website, HarryHogFootball.com, and find the link. That- yeah, if you're incarcerated right now, you probably won't be able to listen to this podcast because they do not give you access to the internet. Anyway, welcome to Harry Hog Football, episode number 297. We're going to talk about the Redskins-Bears game and the upcoming third preseason rivalry matchup between Andrew Luck and Robert Griffin. The third. And if you want to drop $35, you can get yourself a t-shirt that commemorates this astounding, groundbreaking, historical event. Preseason event. Practice game. Straight from Redskins.com and they'll throw in a free St. Patrick's Day green Redskins hat. (laughs) (laughs) They're not going to throw in anything. I just imagine Larry Michaels like, hey, y'all, this is Larry Michaels, voice of the Redskins. <laughs> I think maybe we should sell a Redskins Robert Griffin III versus Andrew Luck t-shirt for this game. I bet we could rake it in. 
Yeah, and they like just took like some random. I think they called up Tops and said, "Guys, can you send us like, you know, the photo that's on your football trading card?" Tops. <laughs> and we're gonna throw them side by side. They're like, make it look like, make it look like uh, Robert Griffin the Third's elbow is running into Andrew Luck's head. <laughs> Dude, it was on ESPN today. I I was at BW3s because it was my friend's birthday after work, and I just I couldn't see what they were saying, but it came up in letters on the bottom of the screen: Redskins selling. RG3 versus Andrew Luck rivalry t-shirts. <laughs> Not Colts selling. Redskins. Selling. I thought the Colts selling. were selling it too is what I saw. Of course I can't. Oh, really? Why don't you try to see if you can confirm this, Josh? Hey, let me see if I uh, am able to confirm or deny this. Uh, let me go to... Uh, Colts.com. Colts. Snuck out of Baltimore.com. Colts snuck out of Baltimore.com. Anyway, we welcome you to the podcast. I have to apologize because I was only able to watch the game one and a half times this week instead of my normal three. All you need to watch was the fourth quarter, dude. Seriously. No, all I needed to watch was the first quarter, and the Redskins got handed to them. Yeah. We, We got destroyed in that game. Oh, our first team? Absolutely terrible, and I, I can confirm, Aaron, that the uh, the Colts are in fact selling that from their uh, from their website as well. Yeah. Okay. So if they're selling, so it's not just our our dumbass owner. But of course, the ESPN was like, Redskins are selling it. Well, you know, everyone expects that kind of crap from Snyder and his marketing department, who. Does anyone in the marketing department there has have they ever worked with a football team before? Apparently not, because they like on the tickets. Robert Helu Jr. I know what is that about? And London London Fletcher, Fletcher number. number fifty-eight. Come on, dudes! They got some guy from like an opera company to come in who was their marketing person. They're like, <laughs> okay, guys. Check oh, this out. This is going to be great. Robert Healy G- Oh, no, it's Robert Griffin Third. Oh, sorry. I just don't follow football. It was close, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's anyway. pretty much how it would go. Yeah. So anyway, all right. Um, yes, that was on ESPN. I couldn't hear what they were saying, of course. Like I said, I was at a restaurant. Anyway, we got a big show for you guys tonight, talking about the Bears game and the upcoming the Bears. upcoming Colts game tomorrow night. The Bears. And dudes, do not forget. It's actually not tomorrow night. It's tomorrow afternoon. Oh, sorry, at four. These these times are like throwing me for a loop. All right, I want to call you guys out. This four is o'clock? Yes, it's 4 o'clock. And I want to point this out, too. The next game... The final preseason game is on next it's, Wednesday. It sure is. What? And I looked at that this week, like two days ago. I was like, what are you talking about the game? All right, here's what happened. My boss was like, hey, Aaron, wow. we're supposed to go to this thing on Thursday out of town, but if it rains, it's going to get called off. So if it's on Friday, can you go? And my stead, because I have a vacation day planned. And I was like, hmm. I don't know, dude. I think the Redskins might be playing on Friday. Let me check the schedule. And I checked the schedule, and they're playing on Wednesday. And I was like, Wednesday? What? 
My first class is on Wednesday night. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. I planned Tuesday, Wednesday classes this semester because I knew that they would not cover any Monday night games and they would not cover any Thursday night games. What are you going to do, dude? Well, I have to... Well, I'm going to have it on the preseason live that I can watch From the back row. So I'm basically going to have to watch it when I get home. You're not going to watch it during class? (laughs) No, dude. It's my first class. But I'm not really that concerned about it, being that it's the fourth preseason game, which like is all scrubs. Excuse me, Mr. Allen, are you paying attention? Um, um, excuse me, I Mr. Was watching, Crotch. I was watching. Excuse me, scrubs. Mr. Crotch. Do you uh, want to hear something? I'm trying to watch the game back here. You want to hear something just as bad? Tomorrow afternoon at four o'clock is Sam's first soccer game of the season. Well, they're gonna have to change that. Uh, no. <laughs> well, this, Josh, this is the third dude, preseason Amy game. Amy takes really good pho- photographs. This is the third preseason game. It's the most important preseason I can say game. the same to you next week about your class, dude. Skip your class. That's they the can fourth, change your class. Dude, that's the fourth preseason game. They Everyone, can change your class, dude. Everyone knows the fourth preseason game is not important. Just get them to change your class. I'll be watching both games in their entirety live. Well, I will be. I'll have the. I'll have. I'll have my iPad out on the field. It's no problem. John, I don't want to hear it, dude, because I have not missed a regular season game. No, no, Aaron, you, you, you have nothing to be ashamed of. You, you are a hundred percent up to this point. As am I. As am I. Since nineteen, you I'm are trying not. to think, dude. Since As nineteen. Since nineteen. As early as I can remember, the re- beginning that I took track of when I missed Redskins games. Like you took track. When did you take track, dude? Since 1990? Somewhere in 1990? 91? Aaron was 15. The Redskins Super Bowl season? Before that, I don't quite remember. That's when he, that's when he started liking them. No, dude. Don't, uh, don't <laughs> even, dude. <laughs> Anyway, since 1990 or 91, probably 90, I have not missed one play of one regular season Redskins game watching it live. Who is that Dallas fan girl that you dated in high school? That's a fact. And I have, what are you Wait, talking what? about? I did not date any Dallas fan girl. What is this that you're trying to throw out to to deflect the uh Fact that you have missed some Redskins games. Hill. <laughs> oh, John, you did not throw that out. What did he say? <laughs> no, you did not throw that out. What did he say? I do believe it's a beautiful sunny day in Chapel Hill. I think I'll drive around instead of uh, watch the Redskins game. What are you talking about, dude? Dude, if you you got you're gonna keep talking about it, we got we we can we can we can go into detail on this one. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, anyway, Josh is pleading the fifth. Josh is pleading the fifth. Let's talk not. about the Bears game. All right, let's talk about the Bears game. All right. The Bears. Nobody the Bears. cares whether or not we've missed a Redskins game in our life. They do care. It gives us credibility. I care. Gives us credibility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dudes, the Bears. Whoop oh, and let, let me hold on before we get into that. <sighs> Let me clarify something. If this fourth preseason game that I'm pretty upset about having to watch 
partly live. If this were a regular season game, I'd be skipping class, and that's not even a question. Even if it was your first class? Yes. He says that now. Yes, I would be. now, dude. I know he wouldn't. But I wouldn't have planned the class. I didn't check the preseason for a freaking Wednesday. What is that? Who plays on a Wednesday? There's Thursday night games the entire season this year. I was aware of Thursday night games, which is why I didn't have a Thursday night class. Dude, blame the dictator. Don't even get me started on a goodow. All right. The Bears. The Bears. Quarter one. First of all, Julius Peppers is a freaking beast. He is. The guy can't put his name on his SAT, but he's a beast. Speaking of Carolina, Julius Peppers. Speaking of Chapel Hill, speaking would, you, of, would you like? Would you speaking like of driving his, around Chapel Hill, would you? Speaking of that, would you like to defend Julius Pepper's academic prowess? I got nothing to say, about <laughs> but I can nothing talk about, about his football that, prowess and his the football guy, the prowess. The guy can play damn awesome. football, basketball. But dudes, if you guys will remember when he was at Chapel Hill and coming out of Chapel Hill, I was like, I was like, dude, we so need to try to get Julius Peppers, and no one's denying that. I'm just saying. Julius, all right, all right, to the Redskins game. The Redskins got it handed to them in the first and second quarter of that game, and all I could say was, Robert Griffin III, welcome to the NFL, son. (laughs) No lie. He did not have have the best time out there. He did not, and actually, in a way, I'm kind of glad about that because I was getting kind of tired of, Everything being so, how do I say it? Shiny, happy people. Shiny, happy, like, yeah, this is so awesome. You know, Robert Griffin III can do no wrong. But then finally in this game, he he encountered some adversity, and I thought he did pretty well considering. He had a few good plays where he, like, dodged some people coming in and made nice yeah. passes. And I'm not dogging on him at all. But yep. I'm glad that especially considering considering the O line in front of him. I'm glad they had some adversity so that yeah. people can kind of come back to earth a little bit and realize that it's not gonna be like I don't know. A cakewalk. It's not gonna be like night and day, like, hey, we got this this guy who's gonna be a good quarterback and all of a sudden we're gonna destroy everyone in the NFL. Son. I don't know. No, I agree. But dude, to, I agree. To, to put things in perspective, though, when you look at Robert Griffin III, I think they need to let him uh, keep the ball more and run with it. Oh, they will do once the season Because yeah. I, say, I say this because when you look at the numbers, he had that one long run. It was like a 14-yard run. He only had three runs on the day. One of them was 14 yards. His total runs were 17 yards. But when you look at that in comparison to the running backs, like Morris had ten attempts for thirty-four yards. I mean, it's like, dude. All right, I got to call this out before I forget. And I've said this multiple times, to John, this week. That all right, Adam Geddes, first of all, cut. Dude, second cut. of all, cut. Wow. Second of all, that second run by Robert Griffin the third. It was either a. A designed run, or B, 
He could not throw that ball. This I'm talking about the one where he ran out of bounds to the right. Yes. And lost yards, so it was, I guess it was considered a sack or whatever. But anyway, yes. He could not throw the ball down the field on that play because if, because Adam Geddes was ten yards down the field, <laughs> and either he realized that his his uh, offensive line was downfield blocking, and therefore could not get rid of the ball, or it was a design run. And that's I all think I'm it had say. to be a design run, considering. If it was a designed run, it wasn't very well designed. Well, his run, his offensive line was literally, and I'm not exaggerating, ten years down, ten yards down the field on that. So he and couldn't well, have thrown it away. It's not like they drove the defensive line ten yards back. No, he ran down the field <laughs> as if to block. But what I'm saying is, first of all, he couldn't throw it down the field. But then, on because second of a thought, legal man downfield. On second thought, the refs might not have noticed because they those replacements. Was dudes. he? Was he made God, eligible for the play? Terrible. Oh, they're horrible. Was he made eligible for the play? No. No way, dude. No. Wait, wait. What position does he play? I can't even remember. I think he's guard. He's well, because he could have he could have been made eligible and pulled and play and and they, they didn't know, dude. He was not if eligible. If he was, they forgot to announce it. <laughs> if he was, they forgot to tell the defense. I think they were too they, busy going. They, they, All right, just, hat check. Maybe they just told the refs and they're like, oh, okay, and they just let him go. Right. I don't know. Anyway, Man, back in the big sky, we don't have eligible. Big sky. <laughs> big sky. The big you know South what? Conference. The uh, big South rules, dude. I don't think Big South has football. Dude, you're what? Elon's in the Big South. Dude, Elon is in the Southern Conference. We totally ditched the Big South a couple years ago because there was no football, so we wanted to get up there. We're totally playing in Chapel Hill in like two weeks. Against North uh, Carolina? Yeah, we're playing the Tar Heels. Oh, my. You should be able to beat them, dude. The Tar Heels oh suck. Gosh. Dude, I'm, I'm hoping for at least, at least, uh, if, we can stay, if we can keep it within four scores. Against Carolina, I'm dude? For at least a field goal. Well, Carolina did have to put a lot of people like on probation and all that stuff because, you know. Apparently, everyone was taking tests for the players, but the players. Dude, but Carolina is not known as a football powerhouse. No, Dude, no, been, but, they tried but to become been, a football powerhouse and they cheated. Right, but they've been cut. They have been over the past few years getting better as a football in in football. Part, yeah. Anyway. anyway, enough about anyway. That. Big South. Go Tar. Okay. <laughs> Radford, Radford undefeated. I mean, Phoenix. We're gonna, we're so totally gonna wipe, wipe the, wipe the turf. Aaron School plays like when they play football now. Don't they play in kilts? Isn't that the bottom part of their uniform? I think that's the deal. The Highlanders and and they go Highlanders. So they they tend to go undefeated. Yeah, they tend to go undefeated because uh, no one wants to tackle that. Nobody wants to be around that. Except for those guys that poke. They're like poke. Except for those guys. guys like that rugby dude from New Zealand. The rugby guy, yeah. All right, That's enough right. of that. Back so the Bears. To, back to the Bears game. Handed it to the, handed it to the Redskins. I yeah. think they destroyed the Redskins in that first half. And oh, yeah. hopefully the Redskins will come back tomorrow against the Colts and realize that they got whipped and show what they can do. I think what they will, think, Aaron. I, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I think if you go back and watch the game, after watching the first quarter and RG3 is gone, you can pretty much take a nap until the fourth quarter. Well, 
Kirk Cousins. Yes, yes. I mean, I got to tell you, he was impeccable in that game. And yeah, it was against backups, but he looked good. And yep. contrary to reports on ESPN, I don't think there is a controversy. No. Everyone says that RG3 should be the quarterback. I'm not even suggesting because I'm white that Kirk Cousins should be <laughs> the quarterback. <laughs> dude, that was so messed up. That was so messed up. I well, so but dude, that's that's why no one really watches that show that that ESP first take show with Skip oh Bayless and that other fantastic journalist. I couldn't Steve believe that, man. Like the my two mouth of was them, If the two of them were like kidnapped and had their mouths sewn shut, for the rest of their lives, the world would be a better place. What is that? All right, in case you guys missed it, the, They're Skip, Bayless, the Skip Bayless guy, according, uh, according to, I, I didn't see it, but I got the email that Josh sent me and I read the article. Yeah. The Skip Bayless guy was saying that there's a quarterback controversy in Washington because white Redskins fans would rather see Kurt Cousins would rather root for a white guy. Would that, rather root for a white guy than right. a black guy. What was yeah. it? He yeah, said, that's pretty here's much what it. he said. Yeah. And he's like, RG three, it makes me sick to my stomach because RG three has got all this pressure behind him. And in this town, you know, basically he you know, it's 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 gonna be difficult There's, for him as a not only as a rookie, but as a black quarterback because he's got a white quarterback right behind him. There, he what said is he it talk- stunned is- his growth. In 2012, in the town where Doug Williams won a Super Bowl. What's wrong Listen with this? Him? Listen to this. The Here, first quote, black quarterback said, to win a Super Bowl was he in said, He said this, and I quote, I'm going to throw it out there. You also have the black-white dynamic, and the majority of Redskins fans are white, and it's just human nature. If you're white to root for the white guy, then he said... It just uh, happens in sports. If you're old and white and <laughs> racist. Old and racist. He okay. said, it just happens in sports. Just like the black community will root for the black quarterback. I'm for the black guy. I'm just saying, I don't like the dynamic for RG3. It could stun his growth in the NFL. Dude, this is who I'm rooting for. I'm rooting for the entire Washington Redskins team and whoever the best quarterback is, and I think it's RG3 by far, should be on the field. I, I agree a hundred percent, and I think he is. He is. I the think more the fact athletic. that you try to pull race into any of this is just. And it, just because RG three and the backup Redskins offensive line was going up against Julius Peppers and the starting Chicago Bears defense, defense with everyone but Urlacher. I mean, because RG three didn't shine in his second preseason game. All of a sudden, we're going to be like, oh, uh, Kurt Cousin destroyed the scrubs. Well, that's and we're white. Uh, I think Kurt Cousin should be the quarterback. I know, right? What it's is like, he no, thinking? We're not saying that. He I think he's racist. I think he's racist. I, mean, I don't I think he should 100%. be saying the Redskins fans are racist. He's racist. I'm, exactly. I'm, I'm kind of surprised and, and, that ESPN hasn't taken action on that because right. it's so It's not. It, 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 it's just smacking you in the face racism. He basically like, called Redskins about? fans racist. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. It's ridiculous. When he himself the is, is the ridiculous. one. He's racist. I, I just can't. I, like, I'm with you, John. I can't believe he. Uh, they haven't said something or made a statement or done something. As much as easily as they will suspend people on that network, on the television, and on the radio, net, on the radio shows right. as well. Remember, I, they're I'm owned by Disney. Shocked. 
really shocked that they haven't said anything. But this whole show, the whole purpose, I mean, it's the student Stephen A. Smith, and both of them are, are you know, National Enquirer type reporters. They're, they're garbage. It's absolute garbage. Yeah. Anyway. Well, no one talking takes about Kirk Cousins, though. No one watches that crap unless they're With looking. With that you being... Know, as long as they're... The people that watch shows like this are the people that are, like, in... The, the supermarket aisle or at Walmart reading like star. All right. With that or being sitting said, on their couch eating their third pint of Ben and Jerry's that morning. With that being yeah. said, my stance is that I'm supporting RG three as a starting quarterback. With that being said, Aaron Cousin is white had... and he is supporting RG three. RG three is a quarterback breaking news. Put it on the BR. Bleacher report. All right. With that being said, I do have to say that Kirk Cousins had an excellent game. He did. He had he was 18 of 23 for 264 yards and three touchdowns. Which bodes well for the Redskins going forward. Absolutely. The more depth that, you can have, mm-hmm. the better. I was thankful we just didn't have to look at, uh, oh, what's his face? Rex Grossman. Oh, my. That was so beautiful for a game without having ah! to watch Rex Grossman in the last year and a half. Do we even need him around? Can we just cut him? He'll be the number two. No, wait. The whole year. No, dude. I think Kirk Cousins beat him out in that game. I don't know. They cannot. They cannot make Rex Grossman the number two. We shall see. Can we We just see? I think the white guy. Can we cut that white guy? (laughs) All right, dudes. Like four or five years ago, there was this uh, white quarterback. who was a backup quarterback for the Washington Redskins, and his name is Colt Brennan, and he looked really good in preseason. Now, I think that... He never got Kirk into Cousins, the games. I think Kirk Cousins, who has not gotten into a game yet. Kirk Cousins looked better than him, though. That's what I was about to say. I think he looks much more professional-ready and able to perform at a higher level than Colt Brennan ever did, but... You know, back off, everybody. It's preseason. Or yes. back off, Skip Bayless. It's preseason. Yes, but dude, if we can have those two guys on the team. I think it's fantastic. I love seeing that both of them. You know, I I, I want to see. Not Kirk Rick Grossman. I'm talking about RG3. That, what? I was like, <laughs> we can have those two guys on our team, but I wanted to clarify. I'm not talking about <laughs> Rick Grossman. <laughs> No, but what I was going to say is you saw what happened to the Colts when they lost their one good quarterback. Uh-huh. If RG3 goes down and we can have someone better than Rex Grossman come in that's younger for the next four years or whatever Agreed. we have him on contract 100%. for, 100%. that will be awesome. And then after four years, you know, he's going to be up for a contract and he's going to be a backup. He could either be trade bait or... Whatever. Trade bait. You know trade what I'm saying? How many of these dudes have come I know out exactly recently? What, that's what Kevin Cobb, uh, Matt Flynn, all those dudes that the teams have gotten these quarterbacks. I mean, we got him in the fourth round. And if he performs well, like say RG3 like breaks a finger and has to be out for a few games, this dude comes in and performs really well. Um, then we're all racist. The next year, when RG3's healthy again, we've got trade bait for Kurt Cousins. We turn him over from a fourth round pick to a second round pick over two years. That's a profit. Or a first round. 
or a first rounder even or two second rounders. That's what the Patriots did with Kevin Cobb. Wait. No, no, no. The no. Eagles, Eagles did, did that with, with Kevin Cobb. And Patriots he... gave the Chiefs a little bit of a uh, a deal when they traded over uh oh, what's his name? He hasn't panned out, name? but he had that He hasn't one been season. very good though. But then the other guy, they Matt did. Flynn, went from He's battling it out in Seattle with that guy from uh, Wisconsin who's from Richmond. But you know what I'm saying. It's starting to become a trend. So, first of all, it gives us – drafting him gives us depth at the quarterback position, and we don't have to look at Rex Grossman. And in the future, it could give us value for trading. Agreed, 100%. You got to have a Gus Verratt. The back of your Heath Schuler. <laughs> it's not what I was going for, but okay. <laughs> no, it makes sense. It's all good. You, all you right. know, do, do you want to sit there and be like, "Oh, I want our backup quarterback to suck"? No, you want him to be good too. Period. You want all your players to be good. Yep. Dude, I was just looking up at the timeline on this podcast. Have we really been talking for 30 minutes? Yes, yeah, we have. Probably. I think we need to take a break. <laughs> we haven't even gotten into anything yet. That's <laughs> because you talked about how you never missed a Redskins game for 22 minutes. Dude, that's uh, what happens when Mr. Samuel Adams, Brewer Patriot, comes to town before the podcast. Dude, let's take a break, and then let's come back into the O-line and injury reports. We still have more to talk about on this game, and I think we can touch on that when we come back. We've got a bunch to talk about. We haven't even started the itinerary. We'll talk to you when we come back after this short break. Yes, sir. You're listening to Harry Hog Football. Please hang up and try again. Is someone you love in trouble with the law? Maybe your child or grandchild has been charged with a simple traffic offense, a DUI, or reckless driving, or a simple misdemeanor, assault, shoplifting, or indecent exposure. Great, great grandchild. Perhaps it's a much more serious felony, murder, drug possession, or distribution, or even a third offense, DUI. Charges like these often leave you asking questions. Who do you turn to for help, and what happens next? The fact is, every case is different, and many require tough choices. Every case is different. different. To best guide you to the best possible place, you need a seasoned professional. Consider David Lee. He's been practicing criminal and traffic law in the state of Virginia for over a decade, and has handled thousands of cases for thousands of clients. David Lee is based in southeastern Virginia, But for the right price, he's ready to travel to any corner of the state, including Ashburn. So if you or someone you love is in trouble with the law, call David Lee today at 757-259-9377. That's 757-259-9377. Yo. Hey, we also got to mention that David Lee is a huge Redskins fan. So, you know, if, you, if you're in need of an attorney, give him a ring. Is John back from League and the Lizard? I don't know. But we got more to talk about 
All right. in this on this Bears game. All right, in case you guys didn't happen to see it, the Redskins lost to the Bears thirty-one to, or sorry, thirty-three to thirty-one. Yeah, but what was the score in the third quarter? All right, at the end of the part that mattered, I think it was twenty-one to ten, and the Redskins' seven points were from Brandon Banks' ninety-one-yard uh, punt return. Ninety-one-yard punt return. So, uh, dude, seriously, what did I miss? We're uh, talking about Brandon Banks' ninety-one-yard punt return. That was yes. seven points that the Redskins had at, the, at basically <laughs> at what Aaron said, the end of the part that mattered. It was actually 10 because we did get a short field goal. That's Correct. what I said, 21 to 10. He said yeah. 21 to 10. The seven points was from Brandon Banks' return. Yeah. At the end of Who the part that mattered. secured his job for yet another season. No, I don't think he secured it. I still think he is. I think it's going to be really hard to cut that guy. It'll be hard to cut him. We got to cut him. No, every time, every time. I think they need to they'll work with him more on some of this RG three stuff stuff. If they can streak him and RG three can put it out there to him, they can get him catching some balls. Dude, he's not a receiver. I'm sorry. If they're gonna keep him, it's gotta be solely for kick returns. Well, then they need Which to Which means another is receiver is getting cut that could probably make the team. And help on special teams as a tackler. But and- yeah, dude, whatever but- though. If you want a receiver, you know, your fifth or sixth receiver that can, you know, block on special teams, or do you want your fifth or sixth receiver that can return kicks for touchdowns? I mean, that's Touch, what Shannon Points on the board are what counts, man. Points on the board. I'm just saying. He's not Mike Shannon. If you, give me said, a, if you give me a guy that one out of every ten returns, he's going to return, run it back to the house. That's points on the board. That can make a difference in the game. Mike Shanahan said he had to be able to return kicks. Or he had he to said that, contribute as a receiver. He He's not back. going to. He's and not he going to contribute back, as a receiver. He's too little. He's getting bounced all over the place when they try to put him in there as a receiver. I agree. I agree on that 100%. I agree but on that, too. He's such a weapon. Well, then he's going to have to reconsider his statement about him having to contribute on receiver. The only the only thing I is think, is, is if they kick away from him all the time, then and they know he's a weapon. Yep. Then what's the use? And we know with moving the kicks up, that 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 particular weapon that uh, it's not as important as it used to be. If someone just, cuts him, just he, two years ago. If someone cuts him, he's going to be picked up. Oh yeah. Oh, if somebody we will take a chance yeah, on him. Yeah, someone will pick him up, absolutely. But I I think he's uh I think he's valuable on special teams because of what you saw. If he's gonna seal his if he's gonna seal his position on the team, he's gonna have to return another one pretty far this week or the next week. And not have someone do a damn block in the back. Because he had two or three, two, at least two last season call back. Yeah. For yep. idiocy. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, he could still make the team, but there's 12 receivers. <laughs> there's and like a lot 12 of them receivers. Have talent. Yeah. That Briscoe guy had a good game in the second. Yeah, he had a TD. He looked good. And he just got picked up from the Bucks, right? Like, he was their yeah. leading receiver last year for they touchdowns. For whatever reason, a personality conflict, I think. Yeah. So he had a good game. I mean, you got so many receivers all of a sudden. It's like. Very difficult. Remember a few years ago, we were like, oh, I think this Anthony Armstrong guy should make the team. Now mm-hmm. there's like two or three guys where I'm like, oh, well, I think they should make the team. 
like an Anthony Armstrong is going to be lucky to make the team at this point. Yeah, Aldrick Robinson was looking good. <laughs> I think he should make it. Aldrick Robinson. He was he thinks, well. He he had six receptions for 104 yards with a touchdown, 49 yard touchdown. Yeah, dude, he was looking good in this game. Where was Chris Cooley? Santana Moss from RG3 had a nice catch. RG3 on a nice play in the first quarter where he got away from some pressure and made a nice. He like zipped it in there to to uh, Santana Moss in the slot. That he was my play. Of, that thing in there. That was that my was play Moss of the game. Only, that was his only catch, dude. Sixteen yards on that catch. That was my play of the game, though. That We're showed see a what, lot of that. That showed what RG three could do, and that showed how valuable RG three or Santana Moss is going to be in the slot to me. I, you know, I know we we're talking about they weren't in there for all that long, but I wanted to see more out of Pierre Garcon. I mean, two receptions for thirteen yards. But they didn't but, target him that much. Yeah, yeah, they didn't. Where's Chris Cooley? You know what? He was in there, dude. That's just, dude. He's so cut. He's he not going to make the team. I'm arguing with you. I he's know how you guys always say that I hate Chris Cooley, but I think he's better than Niles Paul. I think Niles Paul has a lot of upside. Dude. I think Logan Paulson is the best blocking tight end. Yes. And he made, I think, maybe the best catch of the game on that post down the middle. Where he yeah, turned was... around, caught the ball, and then kept spinning around, did a 360, and knocked some bear out of the game. That was a 19-yard reception. He Dude, had three that, receptions that was... but for he had, 45 he had quite yards. soft hands yes. on that. And Fred Davis isn't going to get cut unless he does something else stupid with Chaka. I haven't seen so... Fred Davis do anything <laughs> in preseason. Has he even been in? But no, they've not been using him much. But the... we need Paulson to block. We need Fred Davis to catch and not smoke. And we need we need Niles Paul to build up because he just switched this position. Forget Chris that. Cooley is like six something point six point something million on the salary cap. Dude, Niles Paul dropped and a catch sucked. that Chris Cooley would have made. He dropped the first, for a first pass down thrown to him, and then after that, he didn't drop another pass. It was like a third and two, and it was sure a little did. bit behind him on his shoulder. And Niles Paul dropped it. Chris Cooley would have made that nine out of ten times. I don't know about that. Yes, he would have, dude. Not anymore, dude. Dude, Chris I'm Cooley is, Chris Cooley is I think Chris cut. Cooley should be there and Niles Paul should be. Chris Cooley In your words, that. he gave up. I can't remember if it was a sack or not, but there was one where he gave up a hit or a sack playing fullback. No, he was playing tight end dude, on that one. He's not blocking yeah, well. I would take Niles Paul. Or I would take Chris Cooley over Niles Paul. Cooley? Cooley's only lined. I mean, he's only lined up. He hasn't lined up that much. It's like, uh, and he hasn't. He hasn't really been targeted. Yeah, in mean, the first preseason game, he played fullback because Daryl Young was injured. He will be back. Incidentally, he's in going to be back in this game. Chris Cooley's going to have a huge game. Mark my words. You guys talk about this. I got to really break the seal. <laughs> I'll be right back. You guys keep talking. <laughs> No, I think I, I I think the days are never for Cooley. I think he could be an odd man out because because of I don't everything know, dude. Said. I you know uh, Shanahan was talking about him this week and uh, he said he that he did well. I mean, actually, I found the quote here. Um, he said, "I thought Chris did a good job. We didn't have as many plays we would have liked in the first half. Therefore, we all didn't get the reps we would have liked to have had. But the reps Chris did, he did a good job." 
I disagree. I saw him missing blocks and and not. I I don't think he performed well at all. Well, so it's 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 between me and old glass eye, I guess. Yeah. Well, anyway, Cooley's eager to get in there. He says he'd really like to make some catches, get upfield, get tackled a few times before the uh, season starts. Yeah. I don't think he's going to be cut. Just uh, me. I do. Just I me. think he, I think he's going to be the big surprise. You think so? Yeah. He'll get picked up. Somebody will pick him right up. If he does. Oh, yeah, they will. And then he'll go like four or five games in, and he'll, he'll mess his knee up, and he'll be done for the rest of the season, just like he keeps doing. Who? Chris Cooley. Dude, Chris Cooley, you got to keep him. <laughs> we shall see. Let's find out what happens. Okay. The Colts in the rivalry Chris Cooley's going to tear it up. The t-shirt. Chris Cooley is back. They should have just like a Chris Cooley versus the Colts t-shirt. Captain Chaos. award. Cooley says, Chaos. Cooley says he really wants to play a much more active role this week, and he's looking forward to it. Good. I think he's going to tear it up, and John is going to be eating his words. John, <laughs> Chris Cooley's my dog again. Fair yeah. enough. All right. He's basically, back. it's pre. Basically, it's preseason, dude. They're feeling out like all these new receivers and stuff. I think they know what Cooley can do and what some of these other guys can do. Niles Paul's gone, dude. I Chris think they're Cooley trying to sort all so that stuff better. out. I think they're comfortable with Cooley. Dude, all you can remember is Niles Paul's first drop, and after that, he caught like five passes or six passes. Yeah, but that drop would have kept the drive alive. Dude, but, Niles Paul's had five catches for 36 yards and a touchdown. Art Monk wouldn't have dropped that. Yep, yep, yep. Art Monk dropped passes every now and then. Dude, uh, especially in the preseason. Don't you be, talking, don't you be talking about Art Monk like that. Unless you want to get it back. You, you heard what I said about Niles Paul. Five catches for 36 yards and a touchdown. He had a touchdown. John? If you want to get I'm backhanded, you say something about Art Monk again. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Right. Art Monk did not drop passes. Dudes, yeah. we could talk about this game more and more. Kirk Cousins, fourth quarter, <laughs> almost pulling it out. Blah, blah, blah. Sick. Whoa, what? Sick. Dude. You know what I'm saying. Who pulled it out? That's you guys' minds. You know. Who pulled it out? Oh, he, he almost, he almost, he he almost made it happen for the Redskins in the, in, the, in the fourth quarter. Who? Kirk Cousins? Kirk Cousins. Or the entire team. Kirk Cousins was outstanding in this game, but being but that I always Kirk pull Cousins. for the black guy, I don't want to even talk about it. You Seriously. For the black Come on. Guy. That's so racist. No, 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 no. Let's get re- more ridiculous. That's so reverse racist. That's reverse racism, dude. Doesn't uh, that mean not racist? <laughs> let's do an O-line report. Let's, let's, let's talk about the O-line here, because a, a little while ago you talked whoa, whoa, about... Whoa, 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 whoa. O-line, Aaron. What's-his-face should be cut. Whoa, 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 whoa. Aaron. What? Oh, you want the O-line report music? Yeah, man, come yeah. on. We're, we've been nothing but chatter. Give us some music or Give something. Give me a minute, dude. I we need some sound it. effects. You got your Seriously. cart machine. Push it. Push uh, the button. Talk about I'll something else while I look for hands. it. Seriously, dude, you don't have it lined up? Push the button. Talk I thought it was about on your... something else for a second, dude. I'm a little... Uh... I thought it was on your Casio keyboard sitting there. <laughs> I don't um, see the O-line uh, report uh, music. Oh, here it is. Franco-American SpaghettiOs. Show them your O-Face. The O-Line Report with John Adams. 
no, no, brought to Josh you Allen. by Josh Triangle Allen. Casket Store. Brought to you by Franco American. Um, go go for it. O line. The O line sucked. All right, we're done. Injury report. <laughs> no, I want to talk about the O line. Adam Geddes. Uh huh. When did we get that guy? First of all, one day before the game. <laughs> but dude, he played a little bit last year, didn't he? No, dude, we just got him like last week. Silverback got destroyed in that game. Yeah. The the entire the O line was horrible, all the way around. They gave Griffin no time whatsoever. Anyway, did we have anything else about the O line report? No. Is Jamal they Brown coming they back? They were terrible. Or is he done for his career? Prob- I do. You know what I think? I think he's done for his career. Well, who do we have? Are they bringing in any O O linemen of any? We have. Stature? Tyler Columbus. He got burnt once. I remember. Adam Geddes was a draft pick this year. He I was. keep forgetting that we actually drafted offensive linemen this year. I, I, oh, I, if he was a rookie, rookie I got to give him the benefit of the doubt. I thought he was like some dude, some journeyman. Like Chris Cooley. Dude, don't even. Don't even. Son! I don't know why you hate Chris Cooley so much. I've even got a Captain Chaos shirt that shows how much I love Chris Cooley. I know I gave it to you. (laughs) I'm a Chris Cooley fan. I like Chris Cooley. However, what has he done the last, like, three seasons? Dude. He's gotten hurt. He's not hurt now? Not right now. I like him even though he still never sent us a thank you letter for that wedding gift we gave him. I blame his wife for that. That's his wife's fault. He didn't have That's anything his... to do with that. Christy. Isn't that her job? She handles that stuff. <laughs> Seriously, dude. He handles raking. <laughs> he, he handles the money and she handles thank you notes. He handles the what was it? Like six point eight million dollar check he deposited through the drive through. And she handles the thank something. you note for the four dollar napkin ring. Come on, dude. Just because we didn't send the other three napkin rings. Come on. I think it'd be funny to drive through the ATM, make a deposit like that. You know, when you stick it in, like on the Wells Fargo machine, it reads the check and it comes up and says, "Your deposit for six point eight million dollars." Is this correct? <laughs> and then it's like the Wells. That Fargo wouldn't even be the drive-through. That would be that would yeah, that would be the ATM itself. I wonder if it. I wonder if the ATM would freak out or if there's like a limit. The I ATM a wouldn't limit. care. It's a computer. No, I think ATMs have a limit. The Wells Fargo Wells. Sorry, you cannot deposit your $6.8 million. There's a $1 million deposit limit at the ATM. Please (laughs) come inside (laughs) to see one of our smiling associates. Right. The Wells Fargo. He's like, man, I needed to go in tonight. I needed that to clear this house payment. I needed that to clear this naked. (laughs) He's like, I got a car payment due tomorrow. I'm taking the whole whole team out to Ben's Jelly Bowl, man. Ben's That'd be like two hundred dollars. There it is. The Wells Fargo. Everybody's getting away. little smokes. It's coming round the bend. Dude, speaking oh. of oft injured, we need to go into the injury report and get cranking on this thing. Play the play the injury report music. I'm ready. Let's roll with it. Go, Aaron. Aaron, I'm Seriously. looking. Hey, 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 hey. To start oh. hitting buttons. I'm just gonna go. Here we go. 
It's time for this week's Kicking the Balls Award. I think Aaron just played every sound effect that he has. Um, all right, Come on, this- man. You don't know where roll that beautiful bean footage came from. Bushes baked beans. The dog, man. The dog. Roll that beautiful bean footage. Hey, I'm, I'm there with you, Will. I know where it came from. Um, running back. Uh, running back situation. Tim Hightower, he came back to practice. Um, apparently he uh, was at his grandfather's funeral this past week, so our thoughts go out to the Hightower family there. Um, but, uh, you know, he had the ACL surgery, and um, I think he's kind of, uh, you know, put on the pads and see how it goes. We still don't know whether or not he's going to be able to play for the first game of the so he's, season. he's not playing in any of the preseason games then? Is he's it- not good to go right now. He's not good. Um, he's not good. Well... Basically, what right. Shanahan said, That's not good. It, Shanahan said, it's hard to tell until he goes full speed. Once you put on the pads, it's it's different than going in shorts. Dude, so it, Thursday I, will be a good indication. Thursday will be a good indication of how he feels. Can I can I throw something out here? Yeah, I'm so tired of everyone out of Redskins camp talking about football shape. If we could go like the red for the next five years with me out without me hearing the term football shape. I'd be very happy. The bell end of the football shape. He's like, I heard someone else this week. It was Daryl Young. Well, I'll know when I'm in football shape. I'm like, what is this football shape that I haven't heard before Mike Shanahan? It's a Mike Shanahan thing. It's a Shanahanism. It means pointy on the ends, round in the middle. Shape of a football. Football shape. Um, I'm in football shape. (laughs) Okay. I'm not Uh, quite in football shape, but Albert Hainsworth is way out of football shape. He's so right. round. He needs to be more football-like and not so round. Dude, I'm, I'm trying to kick it up here, man, because we're, we're going long on this one. All right, go ahead. Uh, dude. We're, we're running long. Oh, All right. We got uh, another running back, Roy Halu, sore Achilles tendon. Um, apparently he wore pads, and uh, he just didn't do much other than wear his pads in practice. Um, All right, he's pretty much going to make the team. All right, go ahead. You think so? Yes. Neither Halu or Hightower can play right now. All right, they're still so, uh, both making the team. Right. And th- we still don't know whether they'll be ready on September 9th. Just you want to know who my new dogs of the offseason are? No, we don't have time. Um, save it for next week. <laughs> Let's see. What about uh, Chris Chester? Actions. What's Chris Chester doing? Is he coming He's back because we back. need some O-linemen? Good. He's back. He's what? back. We Chris Chester's back. back. Um, We've had one. Daryl Young is back. That's good news, and Can so is that. that. Good news yes. and good news. Also, right. uh, you know, London Fletcher was out out last week. Oh, he was yeah. sick. Yes. He was sick, quote-unquote An unquote, undisclosed sick. illness. We don't know why he was sick or what. It's called I'm old and I don't want to play in the preseason, but I don't want them to say that. To the <laughs> he was exactly old. He doesn't want to play in the preseason, and everyone knows he's good to go. Yeah. That's, Let's that's, go uh, ahead with it. That was going said, on. That. He has practiced, and he will be. Uh, he will play on Saturday, barring any setback. I have what no doubt. I have no doubt. RG or uh, 
Fletcher will be ready to go against the Saints. Josh's fifth second favorite team. Week one. Brandon Merriweather. What happened to him? He hurt his leg. Hopes to return for the season opener. Right. That's another thing is like I get banged up a little bit and don't feel like playing the next week. Brian Arakpo. I don't know with him, though. Yeah, what about with Brian Arakpo? His shoulder was hurt. Hopes to return. For the season opener. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No surgery for either guy, though. Both of those luckily, dudes are like, sweet, this is an excuse not to play the next two weeks. Luckily, that, neither of those those injuries were severe. That so. is luckily, especially for Arakpo. I don't even need to say it. Um, let's see what else. Uh, Aaron's, um, Aaron's BFF, does that mean best friend forever, or is it uh, Big Fat Fatty? Chris Needle. Has had a has had a successful surgery. Yay! In this situation, it means both. <laughs> <laughs> Big both. fat fatty best friend forever. BFF friend forever. BFF squared does not stand for best friend forever on here. It's BFF. It's BFF squared in this. I think it stands for big fat fatty. Big fat fatty. We were so before BFF Best Friends Forever. Come Dude, on I now. love Chris Neal, especially <laughs> after I saw him at training we, camp. You know, back when we all weighed like four or 500 pounds, we used to wear those little um, wristbands that said BFF on them. Dude, I love Chris Neal. All right, go ahead. It, it meant Big Fat Fatty. Um, we wear them to CeCe's Pizza, Golden Crown. Um, transactions, John. Let's move right into that. Uh, well, there's one. Um, Chris Neal, of course, uh, cleared waivers and was placed on the IR. And so they signed a new defensive lineman named Marlon Favorite. Wait, wait. They cut Chris Neal or they just put him on IR? IR. According to the Redskins website, he had to clear waivers to be placed on IR. He did? What's that? I don't know. That means they cut him. Well, if that's true. But we all know that Redskins.com is not always. Uh, Chris well, it's probably run by the same guys that are run by the market or that the marketing department. Number fifty-eight. London, London Fletcher. Fletcher. Chris Neal is, is on the IR. Sure, sure. All right, Chris Neal is safely on the IR. Next, yeah, yeah. no matter what. Yeah. Um. That's it. That's the transaction, right? That's it. That's all it. Right, that's awesome. the only one. Do we have anything else to say about the Bears game? Not we're, really. No, we're beyond that. We know we, we do our games know, and kicks. It's right. preseason. We hit the highlights. Let's kick it. What do you want first? The games or the kicks? Well, we got We got look, gentlemen. Look at the look at the thing, dude. Papa, 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 Papa. Oh, all right. Let me look at the actual itinerary and go through that. Okay. Actually, if we're going to do that, John, we would we would say right now that the Harry Hog Fantasy football, Fantasy Football League, the Harry Hog Football Fantasy Football League, the HHFFFL, is yeah. full, fuller than a tick, all good to go. Um, I know there were some extra people who wanted to get in, but unfortunately, we only have a certain amount of slots that were available. Josh, getting cut. And hey, I gave up my slot for one of you scrubs. Josh did actually. (laughs) One of you scrubs. I willingly gave it up. And the uh, draft is tomorrow morning at nine a.m. Missed the draft two years ago and drafted Tony Romo. The draft is left less than ten hours away. (laughs) The draft is you. The draft may have happened by the time you listen to this podcast. 
Um, and and yeah, this year we are making it as has been uh, proclaimed in the past. This is a no cowboy league. You are not allowed to draft a cowboy whatsoever, or sign a cowboy on free agency or on a waiver wire. We don't care who it is. It 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 doesn't matter if it's you know the guy who washes the cups. You can't sign him. Aaron. If if Daryl Green came back into the league and went to play for Dallas, like that would ever happen. But you still couldn't draft him. You still would not be allowed to draft him. This is true. All right, eighty greatest additions. Eighty greatest additions. Eighty greatest the additions. Am I talking about this too? Talk about it. Hit it. All right, well, Aaron, you guys Aaron know can talk about it. 80th. Uh, I don't know anything 80th, about this. Aaron, seriously, this is the 80th <laughs> anniversary of uh, the Washington Redskins franchise, and you know that they they did a vote to add ten more gentlemen to the greatest 80 Redskins of all time, and those people were announced today. Who were they? Clinton Portis. I'll, I'll go through the list. Are. One of but them is Josh, my dog. Mr. Nichols. Oh, yeah. Here, here they are. You ready? Sean yeah. Taylor. I thought, did they add 10? Or they had they nine? They added 10. They added Sean Taylor. We awesome. all know. Awesome. We all know, love, and miss Sean Taylor. Wish he was still around. Um, Assistant coach Joe Bugle. Awesome. Oi, oi, oi. Fish oi, and oi, chips. oi. Fish and chips. General manager Bobby Batard. Uh, 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 all right, next. Uh, okay. Yeah. Bobby Bethard, yes. Charlie Casserly, no. My dog, linebacker LeVar Arrington. Okay. Seven, second overall pick, 2000 draft. Okay. Uh, offensive lineman, Terry Hermeling. Played from 70 to 80. I don't know him because I was too little. All right, go ahead. Because <laughs> I was too little. And I'll say right now, he was the oldest person added to the list. Yep. Offensive lineman John Jansen. Right. John Jansen. All right. Solid. Questionable. Interesting choice. Solid, I'd dude. say interesting. Interesting. Questionable considering so many others, especially in older eras. did not miss a start from 99 to 2003. <laughs> For four years. All right. Okay. Wide receiver Roy Jefferson, who came from Dallas, by the way, in 1971. And he played for Washington for five years. Before my time. Six years, actually. Yeah. Anyway, he had 208 catches for 3,119 yards and 16 touchdowns. He was big time during the George Allen years. There you go. All right, next, next. Richie Pettibone. All right. Solid. Solid. Uh, Chris Samuels. Another 2,000 solid. draft pick. Solid. So Very he, solid. He and, uh, he and Arrington going in together there. That's it. Well, he and, yeah, him and also John Jansen going in there together. Yeah, but, I'd say of that group, John Jansen's a little interesting. John Jansen, he's the one when I heard it earlier today, I was like, what happened to Dick Todd? What happened to um, Trey Johnson? <laughs> Trey Johnson should totally be in there. I totally voted for him like seven times. <laughs> I love so, Trey Johnson. Trey so Johnson you, was one of the baddest ass pulling guards I've ever seen in my life. Did, 
Did you guys question Bobby Batard? Uh, we we questioned Bobby Bethard. <laughs> Batard, dude. Bethard. Yes, I questioned him all the Bobby, time. Bobby beat hard. Like I've said, Bobby Bethard, yes. Charlie well, Cassidy. How can he be one of the no. 10 greatest Redskins of all time if he wasn't Because a he drafted Russ Grimm, because he drafted Art Monk, because Dude, he drafted, he drafted Charlie Green. Brown, Gary Clark, Daryl Green, Joe Jacoby, Dexter Manley, Charles Mann, Art Monk, Mark May. I mean, he he he, he drafted all those guys. Who I'm, did Charlie Casserly draft? Heath Schuler. Andre Johnson, not the wide receiver. I'm questioning Bobby Bethard because... Did he Beat play hard. for the Redskins? Um, he was the so-called architect. So, Jeff. are you saying that a general manager is not a a member of the team of the organization, the family that is the Washington Redskins? I didn't see him on the field getting hit. Say that to say that to Bruce Allen. Do you think he'll be in there someday? No. Okay. It depends. It depends on what happens over the next few years. It depends on what we RG3 all know. We does. all know Vinny Serrato will be in there one day. Vinny Serrato uh, is going to be in the toilet bowl of Redskins history. Yeah, Vinny Serrato goes in the toilet bowl. They should the put, they words. should etch his name into all the toilets at at the, at the Jack. <laughs> the eighty worstest. They should. All right, you know how they had like the Redskins Ring of Fame. They should also. Oh, and by the way, Aaron, the Redskins Ring of Crap never played for the Redskins. Dude, we should get those toilet pots and sell them and stamp Vinny Serrato's face into. What about Richie Pettibone? Did he? No, I think he should be on the list as well. I I have no problem with Bugle, Bethard, or Richie Pettibone being on the list, even though they never played a down for the Redskins, and I don't think Bobby Bethard ever played a down for anybody. Dudes, we gotta be <laughs> running than, like super. other than like you know, whatever company make clip makes clipboards. I'm all cutting right, you guys right. off. Yes, yes, yes. He's all right. We need we need to move on. We got we're at like an hour and twenty eight minutes. All right. So, oh, all right. Let's go to uh, games and kicks. Yeah. All right, Aaron. You want to do this real fast? Yeah. Yes. Let's run it. My Hit game it. ball has to go to Kurt Cousins, the white guy, because he played an impeccable game. That's cool. Racist. All right. Um, my game ball <laughs> goes to. Come on. Hurry up. Oh, oh, oh. You want me to go ahead and do it now? Brandon Banks. No way. 91 yard touchdown return. Or, yeah, pump return for a touchdown. All right. Who else did that? I mean, who else can do that on the Redskins? Who else has been able to run kicks back like Santana Moss had one in the last 10 years? All right, go ahead next. All right. Um, God. Let's see, man. I got to go. I'll go with... Um, oh, gosh, man. It's tough. I'm going to give one to... Jason Cameron. Uh, so you <laughs> took mine, John, so I, I'm kind of... What about Alfred kinda, Morris? I'm returning Jason a punt now. What about Richard Crawford, my two dogs of the preseason? Um, I'll give one to uh because I don't I don't know much about him. Madhu Williams. <laughs> what? All right, why? What did he do that was so great? Yeah. Because he led the team in tackles. <laughs> okay. He had six tackles on the day. 
Statsman. I thought, all right, I got to throw some shout-outs. Though. I thought Alfred Morris in the first quarter had some good runs. I thought he did, too, considering and, people he was running behind. And hey, Crawford, about, I think, solidified his position on the team. Agreed. How about Reed Dowdy with that forced fumble? He did pretty well, but yeah, yeah. Richard Crawford and Alfred Morris, I think, are the stars of the preseason as far as you know, guys that could make the team. Richard Crawford had an opportunity to return a punt and didn't do anything with it. Richard Crawford played pretty good on defense. I don't remember his stats or exact plays because it's been like a week since I watched the game, but I remember him. He had one tackle on the day. He had a, didn't he have a pass defended too? Uh, I don't know. All right. Kicks, 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 kick it up. Kicking the balls award. All right. Aaron. My kicking the balls award is going to John's dog, Niles Paul, for dropping that third and two pass <clears throat> that was easily makeable if it was Chris Cooley ch- catching it. Hmm. Niles Paul, huh? Number 84. Mark it. My kicking the balls Mark award. Mark it down, Nikos. To, my kicking the balls award is going to Chris Cooley, who did not show up on the stat sheet but missed one crucial block at tight end. <laughs> do you, why do you, why are you such on a hater? On the first cool. team. Just All right. Like, My kick in the balls award goes to Antoine Bailey. He sucked. He was horrible. <laughs> he fumbled the ball and we lost it. Yes, he was horrible, dude. Cut. Yeah. Wait, hold on. <laughs> yeah. All right. That was a good one, Josh. I mean, technically, I could say RG3 fumbled the ball, and we lost that one, too. But Yeah, that was pretty bad, dude. He needs to protect that crap. Come on, yeah, dude. Yeah, he sucks. I'm rooting <clears throat> for the white guy. <laughs> anyway, all but right. For that matter, we could give a little mini game ball to Brandon Thompson. He had a fumble recovery, I believe. He did? I forgot all about Brandon Thompson. Poor Brandon Thompson. That guy gets cut and re-signed more than... <laughs> Second year man out of Boise State. Wait, is he on the time? Is he on the team this week? Yeah, I think so. He did. He did. We'll find out. He's probably wearing like, I don't know, Chris Samuel's number. He's out of Boise State, the Bluefield. Second year man out of Boise State. He's you know blue turf. He's he was born in the last year of the eighties. Dear God. <laughs> Thirty seven. I'm not old. It just shows how old we are, dude. All right, dudes. Let's. Um, I wanted to touch on one other thing real quick before we jump into hog slop. Sick. Since we're we've been through games and kicks, and that is the kicking situation. <laughs> uh huh. I don't think any either of them is solidified in position. I mean, I thought they both sucked. Rackers and Gano. What have they done to to uh, separate themselves from each other? Rackers Nothing. made a field goal and he missed one, right? He missed a 54, but he hit a 28. Graham Gano did not have the opportunity to kick a field goal. <laughs> they both were two for two, two for two on extra points. There's nothing definitive on this. I'd rather keep at this point. I'd rather keep Guano than Rackers because Rackers seems to be at the end of his career. Yeah, like he's he, old. He can't hit anything. That's the only thing. He's, he's old. got a ton of leg, but he Sick. doesn't have that much of a ton because neither one of these guys can put the ball out of the end zone. Sick. 
Here's the other thing when it comes to kickers, dude. I'd like to see Savaraka's punts average be a little bit longer. He had four punts on the day, but averaged 34 yards a punt. I'd like to see him Josh, in the 40s. How what? many inside the 20? He there? dropped three of those four inside the 20, man. Okay. That's true. That's what I was saying. Savaraka is like one of the most solid players on the team. Josh, uh, come on. Jo- Josh. All right. Josh. Yeah, what is the inside the 20 stat on that? Three uh, out of four. That's pretty good, dude. Three out of four inside the 20? Oh, well, that's true. That's and true. Savrocka's got terrible blocking in front of him. The guy is just like, he's shifty. He can just like shift to the left, okay. shift to the right. left, Pop shift to the right, and just kick I it stand, I stand corrected. Pop. I, I take it back. Pop. Josh. Pop. I take it back, Josh. dude. <laughs> Pop. <laughs> come on, All right. Hawk, Hawk come slot. on, Papa. Come on. Come on now. Hey, y'all. I'm Clinton Portis, and I'm retired. Clinton Portis retired. As a redskin. All right, great. No more Mr. Sheriff in town. All right, we're not gonna we're not gonna draw this out because it's a long, long the longest ever. All right, podcast. all right, let's not even go I, into the collusion crap. I let's end this thing. Hold Clint on. Portis is one of I still think he's one of the best running backs we've ever had on the Redskins. Period. All right, let's skip the collusion crap for next week. Yeah, who cares? Shout outs. Let's let's round this. Dude, road. dude, dude. Tom Tupa. Is getting workers comp in Maryland after he got hurt pregame in 2005. Stretching. Are you serious? Isn't that news? Workman's comp. Oh, I've heard comp. workman's comp. Dude, at my company, I've heard workman's comp for worse things than that. Like a hangnail? Pretty much. There you go. Anyway. I snagged my hangnail on the K key while I was typing on my computer. On the K key. <laughs> Shout out, Nick the Greek, Daily Grumbles, Ninja Nick the Greek, David I, Nightweed 19, Shandy Splash, I, Kenny Ken, and everybody else out there. And Mr. Mister. And Mr. Mister. We haven't heard from you for a while. Good to see you back in the. the... And Mr. David Lee, the Eagle Services. Tomorrow, 4 o'clock, don't miss it, Redskins v. Colts in. Washington is touted as the rivalry game. Right. $35 t-shirts can be yours at Redskins.com. But if you wait two <laughs> oh. days to buy them, they'll probably be $3.99. Oh, and dudes, dudes, if anybody's even considering going to the um, Saints game season opener, shoot me an email. Let me know. Josh at HarryHogFootball.com. That's right. And if you want to contact us, just look for John or Aaron at HarryHogFootball.com. You can also tweet us at Harry Hog. If you want to donate, you can go to our website, HarryHogFootball.com. There's a donate button for PayPal. You can go through Amazon to buy stuff, and it gives us a cut. And we're going to be coming out with our very own T-shirt. It's going to be pretty cool very We've shortly. We've got a new T-shirt in the works. It's, I know it's been a while since you, there, there has been Harry Hog gear, but it's on the way. We'll talk to you guys next week. High quality and affordable. Hail to the Redskins. If you see a Cowboys fan, Yoko. Oh, no. oh. I can't wait. <laughs>